Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We believe in equal opportunity, equal justice, and equal treatment for citizens of every race, background, religion, and creed. Every child of every color, born and unborn, is made in the holy image of God. Welcome, friends. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Thank you for joining us on Praying for America. I don't know if I've been so excited as I am today for the conversation we're going to have and the special guests that we're going to have, none other than Coach Joe Kennedy, uh, who won the Supreme Court case back in 2022 for his right to pray publicly, something that should not even be a question in the United States of America. Coach is going to join us in just a quick second. We're going to do, as we always do, a, a, a scripture reading and prayer. And brothers and sisters, you're not going to want to miss this conversation. This is going to encourage all of us. We're going to go to the Psalms, and Psalm 115 says this, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. He remembers us and he will bless us. Let us pray. Father, you are the hope, the protection, the salvation of your people. And we proudly and publicly proclaim that truth and proclaim our faith in you just as our founding fathers did, just as countless Americans have done ever since. And Lord God, we are committed to preserving the freedom to do exactly that, to honor you, not just in the privacy of our hearts or our homes, but in full view of all our brothers and sisters in the faith and in this nation. Lord, we ask you to bless our time together today, and we thank you for the victory that you obtained for us in the case of Coach Joe Kennedy. We are so pleased, Lord God, that, that this victory has encouraged and inspired so many believers and has brought our nation forward in its constant quest to preserve liberty. Bless us now, Lord. Help us to learn more deeply the rights that we have to speak and to pray publicly. And may we do so always for the, the glory of your name. We pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, let's welcome Coach Kennedy. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the program today. It's always good to see you, brother. You know, we were together not too long ago at the uh, Turning Point USA conference, America Fest, out in Phoenix. And I was so honored that we were on a panel together. You told your story. Uh, and I told my story about how, you know, even within the Catholic Church, we've got this cancel culture. We've got this effort of some to silence us when they don't like what we're saying. Um, but we uh, we are both standing firm and uh, we want to remind our uh, viewers today about your story. Um, you know, your case was decided just a few days after 
uh, the Dobbs decision, which was, of course, so crucial to our ministry uh, as we deal full time with the abortion issue. Um, but I was also drawing attention uh, to, to, to your case in those very same days, because these were two tremendous victories, one for, for the sanctity of life and one for religious liberty and the freedom of speech. Um, can we review a little bit um, what uh, happened? I mean, I think most folks know you were a high school uh, football coach. You prayed publicly on the field, uh, honoring God. And, um, uh, and the school district said, no, you can't do that. And uh, you knew better, as did many others. And so you went all the way up to the Supreme Court and you were vindicated, both on the grounds of freedom of speech and also freedom of religion. Um, but take us back to those days when uh, you were, you, for, first of all, how long had you been doing that? And, and explain to us more exactly what you were doing. How long had you been doing that before the, 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 the school district complained? Yeah, so I started out uh, back in, oh my gosh, when I first started coaching in 2008, when I first started coaching, I just got out of the, the military, spent 20 years in the military, retired it in the Marine Corps, and I was trying to figure out what my calling was, and God called me. I just found who, out God, who God really was, and well, trying to figure out who God is. And he took a hold of my heart and uh, just called me to be a coach. And I told him after every single game, I'd give him the glory, um, win or lose, just like in the movie um, that I, I saw. And I, I was just sitting there and that's all I did. I mean, how simple is that where you just thank God after a football game? So this went on for eight years. We were in our eighth season when before the school district uh uh, had a problem with what was going on. So yeah, this went on forever. Uh, twice a week, uh, we had two games a week, and this went on for eight and a half years. And you simply knelt down on the field, right, and said a quiet prayer. Right. So it started out, that's the way it started with me, because I, you know, being a, a new Christian, I didn't know what I was doing. I just, thank God, I would just take a knee and be, hey, God, thanks for letting me be part of this. After about six months, some of the kids saw what I was doing and they asked if they could join me. And I, I said, well, I'm just thanking God. You guys can do whatever you want. This is a free country and this is your football team. So they started coming out, you know, and, and of course, that's hit and miss. You know, if you get your butts really kicked, the, the last thing they want to do is be grateful. And the same thing when, you know, if you win by 60 points, you, you also forget you just want to celebrate. So there was times that I was just by myself, but most of the time it was with the team. And then later on, as time went on, it became more and more um, of the team. And they wanted to know if they could invite some of the other schools that, that are opposing team when we would play them, because it's a small community. They grew up with these other kids. And they, I said, again, Hey, this is your team. This is free country. If you want to invite them, that's your business. And so at the end of it, the most amazing thing in, in the public schools, we had everybody in our league praying with us on the 50 yard line at the end, at, wow. in our eighth year. That was just yeah. amazing. And maybe this is what started getting them nervous, that this started to become not just your your own expression of faith, but the this expression of faith on the part of all these other people too. Uh, now, I know, you know, reading your case, there was a lot of back, and it was a period where there was a lot of back and forth. There were letters conveyed. There were, you know, they were trying to restrict what you were doing. They were trying to trying to, to put it into a, 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 trying to minimize it. Oh, well, you can pray, but more privately or this or that. And um, ultimately, I remember part of the story that I'd like you to, to, to remind us about 
is that, you know, they had essentially said, all right, look, this has got to stop. And, you know, you're a, you know, you're, you have, you know, a respectful guy. And you said, okay, you know, I'm going to be cooperative here. And uh, you didn't do it. But then you were driving home and you said, you know what, this isn't right. And you turned around, you went back and you said the prayer. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it first started out, you know, just like you said, they, they didn't know what to do at this point because I wasn't breaking any rules, only policy in the school districts. And this is probably applies to all of America, but especially in Washington state, it says that you cannot encourage nor discourage kids in prayer. So we were on that line and, and we followed that because, you know, telling somebody they have to pray is just as bad as telling them that they can't pray. So I, you know, if they wanted to come out, great. And so I was following that line when the school said, and this is the weirdest thing. This all came from a compliment too. So this didn't start out because somebody was mad. Somebody saw what we were doing and saw this, this sportsmanship on the 50 yard line and, and called the principal and said how great it was. So of course this starts the investigation. And it, it was, like you said, the back and forth with each other. And these people are my friends. We've been working together for almost a decade. My, my wife had worked in the school district for uh, 15 years. And I really just wanted to just thank God. And then when they told me to stop praying with our team, I, I said, well, that's unfortunate. But, oh, okay, your school, your rules. I, mean, I don't want to get in anybody trouble. And, I, man, I just want to coach football. So I, I just prayed by myself. But then um, on one, one of the games, like you said, uh, they said to stop praying. And I didn't know what to do at that point. I, I really didn't because, you know, there was that, that struggle between what do you do as a Christian? What do you do as an American? And I, I, I just wanted to coach. I wanted to be part of the team. I didn't want to lose everything over something so simple as a prayer. And I, I did a motivational speech. And I, as I was driving home after the game, I felt the full conviction of I just failed everything that I have told these young men since day one, you know, to fight for what is right and to never give up on your fights. And I, I felt so convicted. I turned around, drove another half hour back, walked out there and I just broke down on the 50 yard line. And I said, God, I will never, ever turn my back on you again. I can't believe that I did that. And and from that moment on, I was steadfast and said, you know, I, I'm going to. Just like my original thing, I was going to give glory to God after every game, win or lose. And if it cost me everything, so be it. That is such an inspiring story. Now, that's the Holy Spirit, as you well know. That's the Spirit of God convicts us. And, 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 and you, the fact that you turn around and made that drive back, I mean, I think we can all feel it. Those of us that are believers, we know what, what it's like when the Holy Spirit says, you just stay on track, you just speak out. And I mean, it, it, you know, this... There's issues here constitutionally, and I, and I want to touch on those briefly. And there's issues here spiritually about discipleship. And, 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 you know, on that track, this just reminds me of the Acts of the Apostles, when the apostles were told, do not teach or preach or speak anymore in the name of Jesus. And, and I think that this conviction that you just described, and then, of course, it unfolded to the point where you brought it all the way up to the Supreme Court, is, is born of the same conviction those apostles had. They said, we cannot help speaking of what we have seen and heard. They told the authorities, you judge whether it's right for us to obey you rather than God. And this has been our spiritual DNA right from the, the beginning, hasn't it? I mean, it's not, uh, not only at the time of Jesus, but the prophets of old. I mean, it's all the same spirit, the same God. <laughs> 
Yeah, you look back and, and when, you know, the Bible was written, you know, 2000 years ago and nothing has changed. Absolutely nothing has changed. We are still in spiritual warfare and God right. has called us to be the light in this world. He gave us dominion over this earth. And the last yeah. thing we want to do is is to back down and not be good stewards of, of what God has given us. So we need to be the light and be able to shine and not live in fear. And, and of all places, not to live in fear. America. Are you kidding me? As you know, some things are worth fighting for. And being an American and our rights as an American and freedom of speech is definitely one of them. I, mean, I will always stand up for God and, and people's freedom of speech. Amen. Exactly. Well, for those that are just joining us, um, you see his name there on the screen. We are talking today with Coach Joe Kennedy, the, the Supreme Court case from June of 2022, uh, Kennedy uh, versus uh, Bremerton uh, School District. Uh, he won this case for, and, you, and Coach, you won it for all of us because the court not only upheld your rights, and I want to just make a comment about the constitutional part of it, um, but it, it, it changed its standard of review for religious freedom cases. There was this test called the Lemon Test that was in place for decades, and it was so ridiculous. This is where all this nonsense about, oh, but you know, you can't appear to be establishing a religion or endorsing it, and that was the fear of the school district that, oh, we're endorsing this particular religious creed, and it's like uh, you can't have an excessive entanglement of the church and the state and all these things that had absolutely nothing to do with the Constitution. Absolutely nothing to do with what our founders had in mind or the freedom we know as, as Americans. Um, so when you were vindicated, uh, and I know this is your, your, your own attitude and spirit because we, you know, as I say, we were together on this uh, panel out at uh, uh, Charlie Kirk's conference. And, and you just expressed so beautifully there, you know, your own humility. I mean, you're a servant of the Lord. You're not looking for the limelight or anything. But your vindication really is our vindication in this arena because it's the same freedom that we all have under the Constitution, both the freedom of speech and also the freedom to exercise our religion. And the, what the court said, and they said it so beautifully, is that, uh, well, let me just read it here. Um, the uh, Constitution and the best of our traditions counsel mutual respect and tolerance not censorship and suppression for religious and non-religious views alike. So just like you said, you said to these students, listen, it's a free country. You want to pray? You pray. You don't want to pray? No one is going to force you. And it's got to be that mutual respect both ways. And uh, it's just so great that we have this, uh, this victory. You told the story of when you turned around, you went back to the field, you said, I'm not going to compromise on my beliefs. How long was it after that that the school uh, actually, what did they do? They just dismissed you from your, from your post? Yeah, things got really weird at that point because they didn't yeah. know what to do. So I continued my prayer and then the opposing team joined me and they didn't know what to do with that because while my team was over there doing their fight song, the opposing team, and that's the iconic one, if you look in the court case and everything, they, they said, look, he, he, he's still praying with his team. If you look at that, that's the opposing team that's out there. So for history, that's just one of those comical things in, in my book that they even got the facts wrong. But uh, so right after that game, so it was two weeks later, they put me on suspension for the rest of the football season. And their letter of direction said that until I comply with the school district's policies to stop praying, then I, I was going to be remain on. Um, I can join back with the team. So I, w I was forced to choose. Now, can you imagine that today 
having to choose between your job and your faith in, in America today. So this was, and, and like you said, that this was a very much a constitutional thing in, in, as far as in my mind. And it was absolutely worth fighting for because this wasn't my fight. This was our fight. And all Americans benefited from this because we do have the freedom of speech. We do have the freedom of free exercise. And also that, that this is this is where America has gotten to where people are just afraid to be the light of their interest, you know, be able to mention God in a public place. They talk about the separation of church and state. That's such a made up thing that people are, they, they don't even, they're so ignorant on where that came from. And if you understand where that came from, that is to protect our faith and to protect our rights. And instead of taking them away, which Thank God that, like you, you said, the Supreme Court absolutely 100% vindicated that. And so we are free to show our faith in the public square now, like we should have been all along this time in the past 50 years. Exactly. Uh, and uh, Coach, what was it like the day you found out uh, about the Supreme Court uh, uh, victory? Because the, the courts did not rule on the lower level. The courts did not rule in your favor. Is that right? Yeah, that was the scariest part is the lower levels, uh, especially at the Ninth Circuit, which is the whole entire left coast. You, you know how crazy they are out there. They actually went as far as ruling that any display of religion in the public square can terminate you as, as an employee. Now, if you think about that, a, a cross or, um, you know, an earring or if you're wearing a yarmulke, think about any faith in America. You know, even if you take away the whole, you know, Christian aspect of it, all religious signs you could be fired for if it's shown in public. So this this victory, I, 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 I it was the biggest relief of my life because I felt like I just ruined it for everybody in America. So the, I'm so glad the Supreme Court ruled on the facts and the Constitution, because this could have cost us dearly. And I thought we were going to lose all of our rights in, in that aspect. Exactly. And, and, and how did you find out about the, the, the victory at the Supreme Court level? Well, like you said, Dobbs came out the week before, so we were not expecting that one. That was supposed to be the big bomb at the end of the year. Yeah. And they go on their vacation. And so when, when Dobbs came down, we thought, well, now what? Where, where are we going to drop in this? So right. I flew up to where um, my lawyers are in, in Plano, Texas, uh, First Liberty Institute. Yes. And I sat with them and we sat down and we were just refreshing on our computers to see, well, maybe it'll come up this week. And it, it was a long shot, but boom, it was the first one and only one that popped up that week. And we spent the next three days, I think we did 87 interviews in the next three days, <laughs> telling everybody about the glory of God and what God and, and everybody in America, what their prayers have done is turn this whole landscape around you know, uh, you mentioned First Liberty, and the, and they do get a lot of credit. I've been uh, uh, friendly with them uh, for decades, and uh, Kelly Shackelford and the team there, uh, so many great guys. Uh, they've been doing so much for all of us, and we want to give a good shout-out to them and thanks to them uh, for, for doing this work. Uh, so, Coach, finally, um, your message to our viewers. I mean, this uh, this uh, really is a... Is a uh, is a is a clarion call to people. Uh, you know, best way to defend your rights: exercise them without fear. Uh, what's your message going forward to our uh, faithful listeners? 
Yeah, well, it's kind of twofold. Um, if, if, if God can use an idiot like me to do something like this, imagine what he could do with some very incredible people that are out there in the world. And we just need to be brave. And that's my second message is to be brave. Just be an American and stand up for what is right. It's the simplest thing to do. Just do what's right. Well, thank you for uh, this, uh, this uh, perseverance on praying, praying uh, publicly, uh, going through this whole, it's not easy to go through all these court proceedings and whatnot. As you and, know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've been up through this too. And uh, you know what? Uh, we thank you for that. We also thank you for your service to our nation. Uh, as you mentioned before, uh, that is, uh, we're profoundly grateful for that. And we're going go to go forward together and continue to preserve our freedoms in this nation uh, and our faith. Uh, may I ask you as we close, would you, would you like to offer a word of prayer? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Lord God, you, you continue to bless America and open our eyes to be an American and know what that means. Just keep our eyes open and being able to drive forward because you're awesome. Amen. Amen. And if we may now, together with all our viewers, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, before we go, your website, Coach, we're going to show that to the people. Uh, how can people reach you? Yeah, CoachJoeKennedy.com. And we just came out with our book, uh, The Average Joe. So look that up uh, wherever books are sold in and on Amazon. And also we got a movie coming out this year. So hopefully everybody will take a look at that and uh, hear the whole story about who this guy is. Thanks. That is awesome. A book and a movie. This is great because the story needs to continue to be told. And uh, and we're glad that you told it to us again here today. Coach, we will be in touch. God bless you. Feel free to hang on and we'll talk offline. But thank you for speaking to our audience today. All right. Love you, brother. Bye-bye. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.